guys, welcome back to Hospitality Queens. It's your girl, Erin and Whitney, your favorite two hospitality gurus. Um, I'm Erin, make sure you guys check me out at Get Toned with E on Instagram. What up, it's Whitney. You can, you can follow me on Instagram at WhitneyWhite1 underscore. And you can shop my store at Shop2230 on Instagram and on Facebook. Awesome, and we have a special guest in the house. We have Miss Lauren Brown. Hello, Miss Lauren. Welcome, ladies. Thank you so much. I love it. So we got to find this beautiful lady on Instagram, um, and her name is Reimagine Hospitality, right? Yeah. And we 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 want to know all about this name. is pretty powerful. I love the name. It did something for oh, us. Like I want reimagine right now what that is um so on that when we're gonna reimagine we have a cocktail because and this oh is, yes cheers when, when we imagine things i have to have a drink along with mine so i made a little cocktail you know it i don't really know what the name will be yet but it's a little bit of jameson blueberries oh. and lime mm. i don't know the name yet we'll figure it out what you got with it, it could be yeah, I have some seagrams. Reimagine, uh, right? I have some seagrams, uh, Jamaican me happy, just a regular cool. I'm gonna keep it easy, girl. I remember those. That's we the, thing. the next time. I want to make a good impression. I want to make sure I'm it's the it's the wine cooler. I'm okay. The, at least the first visit, I love, and then after like, this, let's become family. Then, okay, I love nostalgic things like that. Because it takes you back to like good memories, so we don't um, we don't judge on any. A cocktail is a cocktail, okay? So, listen, I'm like, Ooh, let me get one. <laughs> so, I I'm just doing an old classic today, um, some Maker's Mark and ginger ale. Nice, so super simple, super simple cocktail. So, cheers! Cheers! Me and Whitney are like soul sisters because we both decided whiskey tonight. And we don't talk about our, our cocktails before we necessarily always do them. So that's the soul sister in us. So reimagine just made me reimagine the time I actually just had a wine cooler. So I used to sneak wine coolers as a child because they no. looked they looked it so fruity and delicious. Like the, the packaging was really great, you know? And I didn't know like what that meant as a child because no one says, oh my God, this is a wine cooler. Like wine cooler, it didn't make sense. Like I was young, I didn't make sense. So I remember right. like looking at it, it was like pink and like pink is my favorite color. I was like, ooh, this looks so good. Like I'm going to try it out. So I, everybody sleep. I'm in there having a wine cooler, y'all. And I felt that buzz. I said, ooh. Is this not sleep? You really was sneaking because you wait till everybody was sleep. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what is this? They didn't offer me one. <laughs> See, now the statutes of limitation have fell off. So Aaron can confess her sins. Now. Yeah, I'm old now, so it's fine. It's fine. Don't come for my mama. Don't come for my mama. <laughs> well, she was sleep, so she didn't know. She didn't she know. know. She it was, was not y'all. It was me. It was it was all me. I take that. I That's it. Oh so is it, do you have those in your fridge like what's your vibe I do that and I love sangrias um anything like fruity you know the other part with 
gets me every time is drinks that are so smooth and just that you don't taste the alcohol. And mm-hmm. those are the sneaky yeah. drinks, Aaron and Whitney. Those are the sneaky ones because you drink it like it's juice. And like, oh, I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. Next thing you know, you're on top of the table dancing up in a club at 3 a.m. I'm just saying. I don't know if that, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. Just saying. <laughs> it sounds like I'm speaking from experience, but I'm just, I'm just saying. Right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> For anybody that can relate, I don't, I've never, but... That's so funny. <laughs> I love that. I think it's like, so there's the people that like, like to like lightly drink. And so when you guys do like have like a heavier drink, it gets real. And I love that because like the let loose is there versus like, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, I have my PhD in drinking not um it just happened naturally so I don't even I, I don't even get on a bar like I'm very like Bleh. I'm not really that exciting anymore I don't think I might bust a move for sure I'm definitely busting right. but it's usually if I throw my leg up it's a damn good night it's a damn good hey. night. <laughs> there's a couple friends that have seen my leg go up but it's it's been a minute I may have to bring the leg go up what does that mean? Let go of. Like so, for instance, instead of like, like your 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 dance move decided that either you're gonna throw the leg up and do like some gymnastics, you're gonna oh. throw it up, do a twerk, like you're gonna throw it up, right. splits. Like the throw up could be so air flexible. When when you have so many drinks and then it just starts going out, like is uh, Casa Azul tequila. I'm gonna just put it out there. So if you guys wanna <laughs> drop us a bottle. That's great. I wake up hurting the next day every time I drink that because something comes over me and I think that I'm like a dance queen from I don't know where. Something happens. Interesting. That liquid courage. Yeah, because it's like one of those very smooth tequilas, but it's intense. Like I definitely warn anyone before drinking that, like make sure that you're ready for your inner soul to take over. It sounds like it will burn through your chest. (laughs) It's actually it's so smooth. That's <laughs> that part. It's actually so good. Really? It's okay. It's a tequila. It's a reposado tequila, but it's very, very tasty. Like to the point that I can drink this tequila sipping with nothing else. That's Ooh, it. nothing. But it's so good. Flavor. Not even ice. Not even ice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. The lid. Just so that's why the leg be up because you drinking that warm uh, little tequila over there. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know. I need some ice and a little something else in that. <laughs> if you know, you know. If you don't know, we can get to know. It's 2022 almost. <laughs> right. I love funny. Awesome. Tell us a little bit about your hospitality experience. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I'm actually third generation hospitality. My parents met while working at Higher Regency downtown here in Houston. Um, That's where I'm based. That's where I live. And I met my husband in the same fashion working at a Crown Plaza. And so as far as reimagine hospitality last year during COVID, I was just thinking that that will be something that'll be really great for my husband. Um, Since we're in quarantine, nothing else to do, just had some creative ideas. And my husband, he's he's older than I am. He's been in industry industry since 1999. 
So I'm thinking he'll be wow. really great to do consulting. Let's start a consulting business, hospitality-wise. And with him being in, you know, being a general manager and working during COVID, he had so many hats and so much on his plate that he really couldn't devote time to it. And it just ended up becoming my baby. <laughs> but the thing with reimagined hospitality is that I just really want for people of color, you know, biopic, Black, Indigenous people of color to be able to get an executive leadership as well as ownership positions in hospitality or hotels, um, as well as, yeah, as well as ownership. Um, so that's kind of where I want to push the needle forward, um, providing as much training that we can do and just really spotlighting people of color who are in those executive roles and how do they come to get into those positions and and that way they're kind of paving the way for other people and one thing I love about hospitality especially in the hotel space is that you don't necessarily need a college degree in order to be successful um, my husband is a general manager yeah. now my father he was an executive chef however he had culinary you know training but the fact that he could take that trade and really build and have a great, you know, flourishing career. And I think that is so, you know, important to, to just say. And it's also another thing about it, it's a global industry. So with me working yeah. front desk for many years, you can drop me in any IHG hotel and I will be fine. I can work in Australia. I can work in Puerto Rico. I can work in Washington, D.C. at a hotel and I will be okay. That's, That's dope. Really I love that. It's the flexibility for me. Yeah, right. absolutely. I'm I'm really digging this host, this hotel industry because me and Whitney both come from the restaurant industry. I did work at a hotel. Yeah, girl. Oh, for like uh, that's that's man. I hats off to you guys because I was a hostess at our hotel's restaurant, just getting in, because my dad was an executive chef. That's how I, I kind of got in, other than having an internship. And it is, man, you're talking about work. It is a lot. I don't There's know. no tired, like, after you work a shift serving. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a total body workout. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And I'll tell you my, a little bit of my experience. I had, um, we had me and this, it was just me and one server one morning. Keep in mind, I'm the hostess at the restaurant at the hotel. And so her and I, we ended up taking the same order of orange juice and bumping into each other. I had orange juice all over me. She pretty much darn near cussed me out because it was just the two of us. And, and so it was just, man, I, that was something else. And another thing about it, we had down here in Houston, there's a lot of oil and gas. So we had a lot of oil and gas guests. And um, even in the surrounding businesses, they would come and have lunch with us. And one of the things for lunch was we had a pasta day. And it would be so, so busy for a pasta day because the chef will cook it up, she'll slice and dice it, prepare your own personalized pasta. So, cool. you know, a pasta station was super cool and super busy. And so when everyone went away, chef was nice enough. She would make us our own pasta dish. So it was like, you know, work like a slave, eat like a king. That's what I would say. That's some real facts right there. Yeah. yeah. I, I love, love I, like a king when you're up in a restaurant. 
Yeah, we for always sure. say you gotta be good with the back of the house because they'll hook you up always. Yeah, all the time, all the time. You don't know I did how many times I got breakfast. <laughs> yes, don't let don't let like, one of them have a crush on you. You good? <laughs> you in there? Yeah. You just need one person. You just need that one person that's like, yeah. I got you. Like this person didn't come for their room service order. I got you. Like mm-hmm. you can have yeah. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the little things. It is. So that's and it's tip. Different. If you're new, yeah, if you're new to working in hospitality or, you know, be cool with the people making the food, okay? Well, you should be cool with everybody. Like, someone in every department have, like, a connect. And it's so nice when, like, if you're really cool with the chef and they're like, are you hungry, baby? Like, what you want? Yeah. Yeah. That's legit how it happens. They can see the hunger on your face. Like, they, <laughs> yeah, they, they know you're hungry. They do, they do, they always do. Or you just feel some French fries. <laughs> we love fries over here, so yes, always here for the French fries. It must That's be like so in funny. our eyes, like we're hungry. You know, it's like, how do you know? <laughs> exactly. I mean, exactly. And one thing about it, when I had my internship. Um, and Marriott West Chase here in Houston it, back in high school, we had it to where we were pretty much rotating in the semester different departments. And like I mentioned, my dad, he's a retired executive chef. So when I got into the kitchen department, I was like, hold, hold up, there ain't no, <laughs> there ain't no chairs up in here. You gotta stand a whole that was in school. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah, and in high school. As a gym credit, because it was manual labor. So I got out of wow. people. No. It counted as it counted as the gym credit. Uh-huh. It was manual was labor. Not. Yes. Your girl. Yeah. So what? I haven't been to the gym in years. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Why so that? it worked out. Um, but I was able to become um intern of the year, which was awesome. But yeah, when That's I got dope. in, and I had a greater appreciation for my dad because him being the head chef, he had his own little office, but I didn't realize how grueling it was that you have to stand up on your feet. You have to, da, da, da. and then I murdered, I don't know if you guys ever had to, um, you know, peel fruits and all that kind of stuff. I murdered cantaloupes, like never again. <laughs> I was just puncturing. I just murdered the cantaloupes. Don't even ask me to peel <laughs> nothing my knife skills are horrible <laughs> I mean I murdered some cantaloupes and that was like what they gave us interns we just peeled the fruit that's what uh-huh. we do we don't have to turn on cook nothing deal with no fire no you ain't doing none of that but I like that you brought that up though because that's a big part of well me and Aaron and I met working at a TGI Fridays in Tampa okay but that's a big part of the setup Especially if you're a bartender, you have to cut and prepare all of the fruit for the entire yep. restaurant. So yep. you have to know how to cut a pineapple. Like you have to, they give it to you whole. It's not already like everything is freshly cut. Even yes. servers, sometimes that's like a, a side work to open up. So people really need to appreciate Whitney, everything, Whitney. all that, all that, because that Sign is our blood, sweat, and tears. Girl, if you need silver roll, if you need silverware rolls, I got you. It's just a okay. I love that. Thing, 
We need that silver roller, so that's we perfect. Saw that. That's me like all the time. Like I'm bar. I roll it somewhere. I cut your fruit. I do what I make your drink. I'm not rolling silverware, but I'm still in a roller yeah. silverware. I'll do, that. I'll, I'll do that any time of the day. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Good old somewhere. Yeah, it's right. like it's a fresh, it's a fresh cuts for me. Yeah, I still do that with like my cocktails I make at home, and and like just even like cooking, like it's it's still embedded. Like I still, even though I put lemon in my water, I still cut it. Like if I have like a whole bar caddy that I'm making it for. Like, oh, I, that's yeah. Good. And it's just yeah. in my fridge, ready for me at all times. <laughs> yeah, See, there's some, you know, some positives. There's some takeaways. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, you definitely take things super life lessons, especially if you've done it for a long time. Like I actually have mm-hmm. a retail background too, and I used to work at Guess. So I still to this day I fold all of my jeans like the Guess fold perfectly, like. But it's just how I'm just normally do it. All my t-shirts, I have a t-shirt folder. So fold mm-hmm. them like how you see in the stores. Oh, and especially with your booth, your online boutique plug, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. that comes hey. in too. <laughs> yeah, so I love, so things like that are just ingrained in my soul. <laughs> I know, it doesn't ever go away. It doesn't. No, so we, you're from you're in Houston and we talk mm-hmm. a lot about Houston on our show because oh, um, we've, we've never been no we've never been to Houston but we heard it's amazing so we really want to go now Aaron you mean to tell me you're right next door in Dallas <laughs> I know I know Aaron Aaron she said um <laughs> I know girl. Now, that's a shame I have an aunt that live in DeSoto so that's how I know you know I visit Dallas and all that kind of stuff and now you guys gotta come it's the no. fourth largest city in america you know good we ready we shopping we have you know you guys have a galleria mall in in um dallas right yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we have a galleria mall here and stuff um so yeah i would definitely say after the holidays because it's just yeah. crazy all the hot spots are just especially the gallery and, and shopping is just so busy right now yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's too much it really is too much like the traffic already sucks but you adding that with shopping no 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 but yeah feel free let me know we do we've been on the show for months so when i saw that you're from houston i was like girl she's from houston we gotta pick her brain this is your sign if you need an invitation here it is please come to houston hey so with you being in houston Mm-hmm. what like briefly do you what is it what's the climate there after what happened with like the Travis Scott Worlds or after the festival right um so of course that was very devastating um mm-hmm. Travis Scott is you know from the area he's from Missouri City I, I hear but that's part that's like a sub city in our city Houston's so huge um but you mm-hmm. know it was very you know, disheartening to hear. Once again, it's one of those just devastating things. I think afterwards, it's just about um, the safety of future concerts, future Mm -hmm. festivals, things of that nature. How can we best protect um, people, you know, especially when it becomes such a large crowd and these are young people, 
Some of them mm -hmm. may, you know, be um, excited, you know, obviously excited for this concert, um, may not have, I don't think, let's just say this, there could be, when you're going to something like that, there are people who are just inebriated. They may have a drink before or may have smoked something before and they're not all in their right sober mind. But it's not mm -hmm. even just about that. It's just about having safety and security in place to ensure that people are safe. And that's just like in anything, especially even in hospitality, we want to ensure that our guests are safe in any venue any place mm -hmm. and so yeah. I just really you know hate to to hear what what has happened I think that another component is that being in this time of COVID and us being in quarantine and not being able to get out and now here it is you have one of the hottest you know artists of our time performing you're getting tickets you're going and it's just there's so much excitement and built up and I think afterwards is just about the future. What is that going to look like? And also another thing, Erin and Whitney, there were some other events that were coming up that canceled after this. So it isn't wow. just Travis Scott and, you know, his um, venue. And of course, they, they refunded the tickets, money and all that kind of stuff. Now, merch, if you bought the t-shirt, you bought the t-shirt. Um, but the tickets <laughs> were refunded. But however, that sent a, train, a chain reaction to other artists that had other lineups, other concerts, wow. and they are postponed until further notice. So it didn't mm -hmm. just affect him, it affects other people. And another thing about our city, you know, especially with the travel and tourism industry with COVID and how you know, people weren't going places or certain things like here in Houston, we have um, our rodeo. That is like our biggest thing. People come from everywhere to, you know, participate in rodeo. Um, and so that is revenue. That is income that our city gets and that we haven't been able to receive. So when you're talking about Travis Scott, who is, um, this is his hometown, even if it was Megan Thee Stallion or Beyonce, like, this is their hometown. So Pete, we show up for these artists when they yeah. come. Um, I mean, Beyonce, when she come to Houston, it is so crazy, you guys. They play her on the radio all day. They jack up the prices for parking at the venue. It's so crazy that I saw my first Beyonce in concert. Like I seen Destiny's Child in the rodeo, but me seeing Beyonce in concert, I went to Atlanta to see her. Hmm because it is so crazy here in Houston when she comes home. It is crazy. I can she, imagine. Yes, it's just nuts. When she comes home, it is crazy. Mm. She came to Columbia, um, I think it was when her, her last tour, mm -hmm. and they like literally shut the whole city down. They didn't have school that day for everybody because we it's super small here so okay. we can't we can't handle things like that like so they because no, no. I mean if you're saying how that's how it is in Houston imagine how it is in a place where we don't get mm -hmm. we don't get concerts ever like we don't get any oh, yeah. big people like that so that was a huge deal for Beyonce to come somewhere in the vicinity of South in South Carolina exactly. yes we're shutting everything down to make sure that the city is equipped because people from all over you know the surrounding states that don't get concerts either they're exactly. coming yeah. yeah yeah it was yeah. crazy 
And I don't think going back to the Travis Scott thing, I don't think that they were fully really prepared for the that that massive because there was no social distancing in place. That that was gone yeah. out the window. And when you have mm-hmm. like and it was a festival, there's no assigned seating. So everyone yeah. thinks that they have front row access. Yeah. And so you they're just trying to be front. Yes, exactly. And it's just very, very sad. But hopefully from here on out, there are some more safety measures and procedures. Hopefully there's more things that's implemented in place to protect the guests and the people who are that are attending those venues. Yeah. 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 Crazy. That's a crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. I know. But you guys still coming Houston. Oh, we coming, honey, because No, we weren't No, we weren't saying to not come, but we were just talking about that and how just how crazy it is and how you can tell he's such a good person. Yeah, and cares about his fans. But I just wanted like, you know, because when things like that happen, it could kind of change the climate. You're there. So, you know, just to see just how it was like we just see it on Instagram or whatever. So you know things like yeah, that so that's interesting to know that it shuts down like that when Beyonce is there what about Meg because I love Meg the Stallion it's the same honestly it's the, it's same, the same it goes crazy it is it's just it's the same it's especially like our city is just type especially certain areas the best thing about it is that we are such excuse me we're just such a large city mm-hmm. that it's only really hiding in one you know, area. But another thing about it is especially when we have the rodeo in town um, and there's different artists and different concerts and stuff like that, the the price of rooms just go crazy to the point where even if you're not near the stadium of where they're having the rodeo, you can sell your rooms for a higher premium. Or even um, even if it's the Super Bowl that comes into town, even if you're not there where the stadium is, because people are just trying to get out yeah hotels can Mm -hmm. just sell like you know just like crazy but it helps boost the tourism here in our city it helps boost the economy in our city and that's why I really want even though Houston's the fourth largest city in America we don't have an amusement park we used to which was called Astroworld it's you know Travis Scott's name and stuff I mean it was Six Flags Mm -hmm. and it was actually one of the seven wonders of the world at one point um yeah. so I wish that we I I saw that we on had documentary. More, yeah I wish we had more touristic things um like San Antonio um have the river walk and Austin has Stick Street and it's known it's a college town and so it has like you know where you can bar hop and stuff like that so I wish Houston had more of a touristic kind of thing I mean we're known as space city but NASA is not in Houston. It's all the way <laughs> down the corner to the side. You got it's a day trip in order to go to NASA. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, yeah, it's not. They need to rename it's that. Like a tourist thing. <laughs> That's so crazy. tying into that, how? Oh, go ahead. No, I was like, I didn't think about you guys don't have touristy stuff in Houston. God. Yeah, no, because not- everyone usually talks about food going food and out. Shopping like shopping that's really mm-hmm. no one has ever told me anything else about Houston no and then how good real, yeah yeah that's there's it no real tourism now there's no real tourism thing here thing I wish 
So we were talking about the prices going up when you have big events and stuff coming. Mm -hmm. So tell us about maybe like a funny story or something interesting, whether it be after like maybe you are in an area where there's a concert and people come back really lit or they go to the rodeo or something like any like funny stories or things or just in general of like your guests that come stumbling in. So just working in, in hotels in general, when, uh, for example, when we had All-Star Weekend, girls, mm-hmm. I walked into, I was working at a Holiday Inn at the time, and I walk into the elevator, and it just smelled like devil's lettuce. <laughs> yeah. Not devil's lettuce, girl. Let devil's lettuce, Aaron. <laughs> I said it. I said it. <laughs> Ah, that's epic that's awesome that's that's but 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 it's just such a fun time like when it came to um super bowl i actually checked in i don't know if you know this comedian uh craig robinson i checked him in yeah he's a black comedian um i checked him i checked him in but he has some dude in his entourage that was trying to holler at me let me tell you about this guy so he tried to talk to me right now Craig Robinson he's the celebrity okay but there's always some there's always somebody and that think they're somebody and you know when they next was celebrity mm-hmm. he asked to move his room then we changed the room for him and then he asked me you know if I wanted to go to the Super Bowl with him and I told him no it's because I was dating I think I was dating some at the time but or either that or I just didn't like his vibe so I was like, no, it's okay. Yeah. He's like, oh, then he tells me this. If you knew who I was, you would be on my arm. And I'm thinking to myself, you will want to be on my arm. And I'm thinking to myself, no, if you knew who I was, you want to be on my arm. Right. I'm just like, ooh. And, and you in the entourage. The guy who was the actual celebrity, he was really nice. One of the girls in front desk, she bugged out, like, oh my God, can I take your picture? Can I take your picture? And he's like, I just got out of the plane. I don't look my best, you know, because he, he, you know, just got done traveling. Uh, let me refresh. And when I come down, sure, we can take a picture, autograph, selfie, you know, that kind of thing. And he did. He did later on take pictures and selfies and things of that nature. So very, very That's cool. Dope. Very, very cool guest. Um, another celebrity guest. I mean, these aren't celebrity celebrities, but Julia Roberts, um, her brother stayed at our hotel. His name is Eric Roberts, and he's um, yeah. Emma Roberts' um, father. So yeah, I was like, so, is he an actor too? Yeah, he does act, but not not to the extent of Julia Roberts. Right. Kind of thing. But yeah. yeah, that's her brother. Mm-hmm. So, so there's some there's been some really great experiences. Um, but I really do love it when we get the opportunity to host All Star Weekend, to host the Super Bowl, to you know yeah. even host Crossing Fingers, maybe the Olympics someday I don't know if we ever had but I hope we can get that in the future because it really do help it it just really boosts our city's economy and it just helps everyone all the way around it helps the small business owners it helps hotels Mm -hmm. it just really helps our economy so much and when people come to Houston and they're new and it's a very festive time and that's where you know even with you guys on the fmb side come in they're very generous with their gratuity and their tips 
Like, I love mm-hmm. it because they're just, they're relaxed and they're having a good time. And it's like, here, here, here. So yeah, I love it. And we're here, here, yeah. here to take. So we love yes. it. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, y'all can book uh, me and Wendy for a private party in H-Town. We bought it. <laughs> okay. We'll sling some drinks in a minute. That's super right. dope. I love that. I love, um, I worked at a hotel for a very, very small period of time. Um, I was actually uh, pregnant with my son and I worked at the Hyatt place here in Irving, Texas. Nice. Okay. And it was really cool because it was like a first, it was like when that concept first came out, like Hyatt Regency was a thing, Hyatt was a thing, but like the Hyatt place was just becoming its own concept. Mm-hmm. And so I really don't know how the job really came about, but I started working there and I was really young. I also was working at Fridays at the time. So it was like kind of like my second job, but it was like an easier job. But when I tell you, I was bored out of my mind. Okay. Because I just had to check people in and no one, it was like a corporate hotel. It was like corporate, like the corporate area. Urban. Oh, gosh, so it, was like, it wasn't a lot of action. And I come from food and Bev and it's like, it's always mm-hmm. table, table, table. What table. was God, your shift time? It was, was the PM. Time? It was the PM because I worked AM. I worked lunches at Fridays and I would work the PM mm-hmm. there. Um, okay. But it was funny because like that concept like came up with the um, site that we we're going to make like small food, serve wine and make small, like make uh, barista drinks. So mm-hmm. I literally was the front desk girl slash I would make pizzas, sandwiches, um, make barista coffees um, and pour wine. Okay. Because it was that slow that like I could do all those things. They would have to pick it up. That's a lot, Aaron. Do all those things. But, you know, coming from food and bath, like what am I not used to? So it was like, Ever. yeah right gotcha. <laughs> that is a lot I mean I can barely just remember to just help the lobby with refilling the coffee up in the lobby you talking about doing all that girl, girl the multitasking is real was they even paying you ten dollars you know that's a great question what was my pay rate what what not because what year was that what year was that 2007 what year was that 2007? 2007. Ooh. 2007. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 2007. I don't know you what that period is. That's a great question, girl. I don't remember. I was hustling. You, want, you need to get some back pay. I feel like I was definitely probably making that because I was serving. So I know that I made a lot of money serving. So I'm like, I'm pretty sure there was some logic behind that. I just, that's a really great question. What was I making? I don't even know. It's I was just, okay. That was a long time. It was over 10 years ago. So yeah, that was a long time ago. My brain don't even work that good anymore. But I remember Bennigan's was open and I'll never forget. Bennigan's was like right in front of the hotel. And Bennigan's isn't open anymore, but it was a really good restaurant. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Every I night I was eating Bennigan's. Like, even though I worked at Fridays, like, <laughs> I get you, but you sometimes you don't want to eat your own food. You know, at the one of the hotels I worked at, there was a I don't know if you ever heard, but there's a Cheddar's, and it's kind yes. of the same mm-hmm. as PGIF yep. and Chili's, that kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah, there was Cheddar's, and it be it be popping over there. Cheddar's is lit in um North Carolina. It's like the <laughs> thing. I went there one time. It was packed, like jam packed in there. I was like, what the hell is going on in here? So cheddar is be lit. Cheddar yeah, be lit. Like it be popping on a Friday, Saturday night. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> Maybe get some croissants, croissants. some butter croissants. Cheddar. It's so funny because I actually haven't eaten there in years. And me and Liana, one of my friends, we went there like a couple months ago after I went to uh, one of my staffers' funeral. We went there after, and mm-hmm. it was so lit. I had the best time. I had the like people at the bar actually talk, guys. That was the best part. Like the whole bar had a whole like family vibe and I love that it was pretty awesome needed that after a long day (laughs) right yeah especially after that but just creating that vibe yeah that's the part of being hospitable you gotta create the vibe and be the entertainment for your guests yes so that's a great shout out to cheddars okay (laughs) cheddars we coming for you us and it's a gift card uh, <laughs> the next episode, please. Thank you. Right. For just a second. <laughs> we'll be there. Um, what does hospitality mean to you, Lauren? Give us a what does hospitality mean to you? I think hospitality for me really means um as far as guests being personable, you know, really taking out the time to care. Um, I had a guest who her name was Pamela Moore and she would come and stay at our hotel all the time until she got retired and one time she had called us um, and I was at front desk working and she had called the hotel to say she was crying at the fact that she had to cancel her reservation because her daughter-in-law just passed unexpectedly on her son's birthday so pretty much her son's her son's wife died on his birthday and so oh it was just about, you know, her grandkids and having to take care of them. And she's like, I don't know when next time I'm going to be there. And, and so months and months passed by, but I was able to, you know, get her address from her reservation, send her a condolence card um, and months and months passed by. And then she, she came and she checked into the hotel and we both embraced each other. And she thanked me for the card. And, and really, I, I really didn't have to do that. But the fact mm-hmm. that we had built such a rapport of her time staying at our property, it was just like, why not go ahead and take that extra step? And I think for hospitality, it's just about really, you know, creating these relationships, building a rapport, and then also just wowing your guests to where they want to come with be staying with you forever they want to come back forever no matter what mm-hmm. and so I know that she may be a lifelong guest you know because of the foundation that I don't know who else may work there or what may be going on but because of you know her going in and people want to be seen they want to feel heard and especially if they come so often they really you know mm-hmm you just create a relationship with your regulars, you know, with your guests and everything. And so I think that that is, um, for me, that is what hospitality is as far as with guests. And then as far as professionalism, it's just about delivering the best service that you, that you possibly can and just making it more of an experience and not a transaction, like really making an experience, making it to where they have, you know, if it's a family vacation, they just have great and fond memories that they want to go back. They want to hang out, you know, they want to just spend more time and, you know, they have a positive uh, memory attached to your hotel or attached to your restaurants. Like there's a restaurant here in Houston that 
you know, you just create your own memories. Like I just remember it being one of the best dates I had with my husband or when my husband and I uh, got engaged, we went to um, yard house. So I'm always going to have like some kind of memory attached and stuff like that. So that's what I feel about as far as hospitality. That's awesome. I love that when you said um, for it not to be transactional because mm-hmm. well, I work at a restaurant as well and I work um, in customer service and that's one of the main things that we say is to try to make it an experience and not just be transactional it's okay to like complete the task but what are you doing in between right. and like are you building yeah. that relationship with yeah. your customer so when they get off the phone with you they're it, it's they feel positive and there's something that they can remember because when they mm-hmm. when they have that um when they had to leave that review they're going to say all the great things about you opposed to just be like uh, I mean and then just not take the survey so that's right. like such a major key because how do we feel when we go to Chick-fil-A they'd be so nice to us or anywhere that has great customer yes. service you yes. always remember you always remember that person that's super nice and you're gonna be like hey I was that and you're gonna and it's so cliche because they like when you're in like the field when they're training you they tell you all these things and it sounds cheesy but that it it's for real though it is it is true yeah that's what we talk me and Erin could be talking and she's like oh I went somewhere and girls such and such is nice and and they sit there like and we're like what like so it's you tell your friends Yeah, yeah, you create, you create, you know, you create that experience and then also you create that expectation. So that's Mm -hmm. the reason why training is so important so that people who are on staff, they are uniformed, you know, guests can, you know, have that service time and time again, because they are, they have that experience and they have a created expectation built in. It's not going to be different um every time I know when I go to Chick-fil-A it's going to be the same same each and every single time maybe a different person but it's going is going to be the same yeah so that just creates that just created expectation especially for the brand as well I agree and even, when, even, even even when it comes to poor service Aaron and Whitley there is an expectation there like McDonald's at 10 o'clock at night I know if I order a shake I ain't getting it it's great. <laughs> How convenient. Yeah. They don't <laughs> want you to have that in flurry. Yes, I'm in flurry. Oh, you see how it's gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even with poor, even with poor service, there's an expectation. Right. Like I, I know I'm not I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm not even gonna ask to worry about ordering it. Nope, no ma'am. Yeah, yeah you don't you, like a no, yeah, and then you surprised have to and, and if you want your fries hot, you got to say, oh, I don't want any salt on my fries. That's yep. the key. So mm-hmm. that they can make your fresh batch. Yeah, my mom is like queen of like, I don't want no salt. And I used to get so mad because I'd be like, uh-uh, you don't want no salt. Don't put that on my life. But she's like, I need the fresh fries. And I was like, it's just something for me is like, I want them sprinkled on right when they get out the grease. It stick better than me trying to pour the salt on myself. Oh. Yes. And just stick but, out when they throw it on up. They probably don't do this, but that makes me think of 
I don't, I don't know if they do this, but sometimes in restaurants, if the fries are cold, they're just going to put them in the fryer again real fast and heat them up. So yeah, that's something that they do. It, it gets hard and crunchy. Mm. So, so sometimes it anyway. may not always be the, the fresh fresh fries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. Especially at uh, uh, McDonald's, but I know for a fact that Wendy's <laughs> does that. Wendy's does that. They are like dropper back in. I know for a fact because I went to Wendy's like inside. Like I had to, my kid's mad picky. Like, but I went inside because we were like traveling, I think, and like didn't want to go through the drive through. And like I saw it, I like, hey, just watched them like drop it again. Like I know what's going mm-hmm. on here. Y'all know that I know. So I did another one because I was curious because that was like in a, that was where were we in Arkansas? So then when I came to mm-hmm. Texas, I was like, oh, I, I want to see if they're gonna do this. Like here, like, I gotta know. Did it again. So Wendy's wow. you, different, you dropping it, and they still did it. So it's like there must be their thing. That must be their thing. It, yeah, but it don't Damn, be Wendy fries because my son like he's mad piggy with the fries like. He don't do overcooked fries and he still eat the fries, but they do drop it to make it hot. So I don't know if like they try to like maybe undercook and then they just try to give it that extra oomph when they need right. it. Right. I don't know, but there, y'all maybe there's a method to the badness. Maybe. <laughs> Please let it be a method because it's real out here. Um, but okay. that's one thing about Wendy's. They always have Frosties. So I wonder what's the difference. They always have their they should, right. They should borrow, they should, whatever is in Wendy's machine, McDonald's should put in their machine. But you know, and on, I think truthfully, <laughs> nobody loves Frosties as much as they like those McFlurries. Like, I think the, the, the ratio of products is very different. Like, Frosties are lit. Like, I actually love Frosties. I don't, would, I wouldn't do McFlurry, but I like chocolate. It's just my own thing. Right. But yeah. That's like its own vibe that like, Everybody in every order, like you got 18 orders come in, 15 gotta make frosty. Then on Wendy's, it's probably like a two out of 15 that got a, a frosty. Really? You think I feel like people really be eating frosties. They don't be eating frosties <laughs> like that here. Frosties are really? not a thing like that here. Mm-mm. Back in the day, like I was a frosty lover, but frosties are not like a thing here. Not not in my city. I like frosties. I love to get frosty. You said you like them? <laughs> yeah, I do. You like said you frosty. like frosties? Yeah, you can even you mix get it them? the vanilla. Yeah, the vanilla and chocolate. You can mix it up. I feel like oh yeah, you people, can. We are in America. People like stuff like that, like comfort <laughs> foods, and yeah, we, oh, we're fat. Oh, we like to be fat. Sure. They're not skimping on the frosties. <laughs> don't don't sleep on the frosties, girl. Y'all, y'all get that frosty because the frosty always works. McFlurry, no. So go ahead and slip over to uh Wendy's and Wendy's do have like I don't really eat their food that much but their potatoes for Wendy that put me on their potatoes mm-hmm. the potatoes for their breakfast oh, yeah, the baked potatoes? It's oh like, like potato wedges wedges on the crack nice the potato wedges for their breakfast breakfast oh I haven't had them yeah they're pretty so, good I just go and get mm-hmm. the potatoes, literally. Like, I'll be like, I just want side potatoes. <laughs> they're so good. They're I really good. That. Yeah. I need to they're, get, like... Yeah, they're a good potato wedge. 
<laughs> Whitney told me about it. She's like, I think these are really good. You should try them. And I got hooked. Now you're addicted. But the the potatoes though, like you were saying the fake potatoes when I was pregnant, that's the only thing that I would eat is the fake potato and a Caesar salad from Wendy's. I don't know why that was like my thing. So yeah, I love a good potato. I mean, I haven't had it since I was pregnant, but they used to be bomb. Potatoes used to be bomb. I don't. I haven't had one in a long time, but I never knew they even had a Caesar salad. So that's like news to me. Right. Never knew they had a Caesar salad, like ever. Spicy chicken Caesar salad, fire. I never knew that. Never knew that. Learn something new. Wendy's, Wendy's <laughs> salads are really good. I used so, to get that like a what was it like an apple salad or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, with chicken and the pecans. Now that's good too. <laughs> so when was the last time you guys okay. saw each other in person? uh in person we were in florida in what march oh march mm-hmm. that's yeah. a long time ago yeah it's mm-hmm. been a minute we went to florida in march for our best friend's birthday um and that was really the last time we saw each other oh yeah. i know we we talk like every day um uh, almost <laughs> um but we have not seen each other in a while so hopefully very very soon yeah yeah we're planning to meet up in houston for sure okay just let me know we want to (laughs) go on a a tour of houston so i I think it was last week i was looking at um hospitality stories Mm -hmm. and not knowing that you were even going to be on our show yet but it's making me think of it it was about um the hotel industry and how um how the wages and like um not having enough staff and my cat really like, trying <laughs> oh friend oh. <laughs> one second hey girl everybody always wants to be on the show i know animals too like we gotta think for animals yeah <laughs> Um, but just really wanting to make sure that the hospitality workers were paid more or like had like a better standard because they were saying that most hospitality workers like maids and stuff don't get paid that good and I don't know why I never realized that I never thought I guess I never really thought about how much they get paid but I just assumed because of everything they did that oh they got yeah. paid, you know, some like a good little something, but no. I think don't. I think I think as far as like rates and things of that nature, we have to remember that this is the service industry. Mm-hmm. Another point of it is it may depend on the brand where you are. Um, you know, if I work at a Four Seasons um, or a Ritz Carlton, my pay may be different than me working at a Motel Six. Right, right, right. Or a Red Roof Inn, or even a Holiday Inn. There's going to be some because mm. of the, you know, it's it's different. It's luxury versus you know what or economy, or whatever it could be. So, and you know, I really, my thing also too is that I really want more of a livable wage, um, especially when it comes to like our housekeepers. 
Um, they're mm -hmm. in a position, most, especially here in Texas, most of housekeepers are Latinos. And so they have that one job or the, you know, two or three jobs that they're trying to, you know, feed their niños. They're trying to feed their kids, their familiar, their family. And so mm -hmm. I, I really think that we need to strive more for an actual livable wage. Um, even myself, you know, working front desk many years and things of that nature. Thank God I'm only child and my parents love me. <laughs> But I couldn't afford to live on my own. I remember getting upset, you know, me and my mom kind of ruffled each other's feathers a little bit. And I'm thinking, I'm going to move out. I'm going to move out. <laughs> well, I looking around. I'm thinking, dang, rent's my whole entire check. And a check yep. back in that time, Erin and Whitney would be like a $700 check would be good. Like, I'm thinking I have some money working yeah. two weeks and yeah. $700. I'm like, oh, I got it. Yeah, but to think like That's I so couldn't yeah, <laughs> move especially now I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it 100. I have grown accustomed to the lifestyle that my parents have created for me. Yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> for real. I just, no, I just couldn't do it. I would have been probably living with rats and roaches if I could afford it on my own. I'm just saying. But, you know, it's really important, especially even when it comes to like um, waiters and waitresses and bartenders, things of that nature, they make, you know, they live off of their tips. And mm -hmm. when it comes to what we have gone through with COVID and, and, you know, being in a pandemic and being in quarantine all this time, you know, it's when it comes to gratuity, you know, people are kind of, I wouldn't say people are tight with their money, but with being unemployed for so long, it is a luxury to go out to the, you know, go out to eat at a restaurant and stuff like that. It's not a necessity. Right. So definitely, yeah. definitely wants to be sure that we can have, you know, create spaces of opportunity for a livable wage. I totally agree with that. Um, I'm currently in a um, hospitality, I'm still in hospitality, but I do like staffing. Um, so right now has been like so exciting and fun in a lot of different ways to kind of really see how that flows because I get to see the opposite side of things of people's and, and consumers needs and, and through this shortage. And one thing I've learned is like through this time of the pandemic and our labor shortage, our labor shortage is an ultimate high. This right. is literally the employer's market. So if you are out there looking for a job and you don't know where to start, you can start pretty much anywhere and get what you want out of it because nobody wants to work. Like nobody, 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 mm -hmm. nobody. So I was talking to someone the other day about, oh, it was on the show. So I have um, a client that has someone that they request all the time, normal duties of your day to day. But this person felt like, you know what? Nobody wants to work. I'm going in for the gusto, right? Yeah. So we find a way to accommodate this, this gusto here. And I was like, wow, <laughs> like anyone like in front desk, um, even a host would love this wage that you are receiving. Like I would love the wage that you receive. And this is, isn't a phrase. Wow, number out, but it's pretty impeccable for for what mm -hmm. we do, right? And it okay. was so interesting because it's like you got people like that are uh, 
like someone that cleans a room every day, consistent mm-hmm. work, passionate, chill, no complaints that still get the same wage and rate because they're such an amazing employee that they don't right. do a stink. Like they don't blow, they don't blow a mm-hmm. netting. You got these people out here that are entitled that lose mm. their brain. They, they go crazy and they have to feel like I got to have X, Y, and Z to be successful. And I think that's one of the things that I actually love about real hospitality workers, because you can definitely tell the difference is real yeah. hospitality workers always allow their work to be the forefront of who they are. Their work speaks for themselves. People that are mm-hmm. not really in the industry, you got to ask, you got to do all this extra stuff in real hospitable people. It just comes out. So I would love to see amazing pay for the great people in hospitality without them having to threaten to quit a corporation in order to receive it like that that's my fight like can we just treat the people right that treat our companies and our organizations Mm -hmm. correctly without them having to quit or go somewhere else to get what they deserve yeah yeah that part you're absolutely right Because it can be very, you know, it can be very tough sometimes to, um, to just grow, you know, I've worked in some hotels where I didn't even know how to adjust a guest billing, um, because management was, you know, just, sometimes you work with people in management who wants to keep all the knowledge to themselves, because that's pretty much their job security. If you know mm. what I know, then you could become a threat to me because I know if, if you just know a little bit of what I know, you're just going to do exceedingly abundantly better than me. And that's not, that's just not right. You should be able to be, you should be able to train your team. And, you know, even with, um, I had one manager who hired me, he was like, I want you to take my job. Like, please take my job. And I love that he said that because that, to me means, okay, you're thinking on a higher level, on a higher scale, you want to move onward and upward in the company or in your career where you're not trying to be stagnant and keep other people down from learning and being able to put themselves in that position so they can get higher pay and so they can, you know, have other opportunities. And, you know, I think that that's really important that we provide training so that people can have you know, opportunities to grow and to build and to, you know, get paid well. Um, And especially, you know, it can be a very stressful industry, Um, especially working in hotels. It's a 24-7, 365 thing. The hotel never closes unless something's happening or going on. You're still on. Even during a hurricane, we had Hurricane um, Harvey. We had people working at front desk. We had people working in the kitchen. Some wow. people got stuck there at the hotel and had to work. And not only that, if they, if they didn't continue, then they would have been fired. There's another side of that pressure as well. And so, I mean, granted, they gave them the room at the hotel and stuff like that, but that that was that can be very, very, very overwhelming. And it's not for the faint of heart. Mm-hmm. Service industry can be very hard. Um, not all guests are nice. And I don't believe every, you know, the customer is always right um, as well. So yeah, it can be very, it can be very tough. And to imagine people working two or three jobs just to make it, it's crazy. 
And to live off of tips, like if someone's kind enough to just spare two or three dollars from their forty dollar meal, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you get guests who have champagne taste and are on a freaking beer budget. Right. Okay. <laughs> we know that. So <laughs> you know, it can it can definitely definitely be a lot, but we have to make yeah. sure we can you know we can we can provide that. And so people can be paid accordingly. And when it comes to also with this whole pandemic and, you know, there, you know, there are some properties or hotels that have shut down or some restaurants that cut, that had to close. And, you know, I don't think that it's not that people don't necessarily want to work. People may not want to come back. You know, people who have been in those, you know, been working in hospitality for years, by this time, they may have found something else like even myself mm -hmm. I have found you know something else I'm looking to get back into property but at you know at this moment in time to make ends meet I have to find something else and when you be devastated when you're let go like that especially people who are you know working in banquets working in the back of the house you know housekeepers stuff like that now when you're front desk mm -hmm. you can kind of maneuver a little bit you can get kind of an admin job somewhere because you have the computer skills and stuff like that but my housekeepers my banquet staff like that was hard especially if they're not efficient or proficient in speaking English that can be very much of a setback for them to grow and to get other opportunities outside of domesticated work yeah. so I know I just said a lot no like, no that's like a great eye-opener yeah people aren't thinking that deeply they're only thinking about self so yeah and so when, we have, when you have guests who because I work part-time on the weekends at a hotel but I would like to get back full-time if possible if the door opens up but if um if you have get you know the thing is now with people being vaccinated people want to be out and about and stuff which is great, but it's also about preparing for the demand that we have. Like now we have guests, now we have people coming into restaurants and we're hiring people, but we don't have enough time to train them on the job because it's so busy. There's so much of a demand that we can't even properly train folks. Wow. And so that's, that's another crazy part is that, okay, now we don't have enough people. And then with guests, they have to be patient because we don't necessarily have enough housekeeping. Like if we have four housekeepers and we have a 200 room hotel, no one's room, not every single room is gonna be cleaned. That's just not gonna really happen. Yeah, that's and, not enough. No, and you also have to also think, people are not telling their kids, Johnny, you're, if you study hard and be in school, you're gonna be the best housekeeper the world ever seen. No one's, yeah. <laughs> no one's doing that. And it's not a sexy job. It's hard. And so, you know, I think those people, especially housekeeping, should be paid, like he's saying it, a livable wage. I oh, mean, because they're doing, yeah. They do, a lot, they do a lot and they see a lot. Trust, trust I'm me. sure. <laughs> I, I mean, does anyone clean it? Because I just was telling Aaron, I watched that show Made. So that kind of like, has a little glimpse of housekeeping ish and it's like I can only imagine because you people live different yeah and especially yeah. when they're on vacation they're just like whatever oh, I don't gotta clean it up so they they're really, doing whatever they don't care and you know they really yeah 
they don't they don't care do the most do the most and this i mean mm -hmm. i love that because it's like those are the jobs that no one is thinking about that are so essential your house your housekeeper is essential she's making sure that we're safe before the next guests arrive that is essential Mm -hmm. in itself and they deserve that oh yeah and with especially with COVID now their job is so much more stressful than it was before because people want cleanliness people want I mean even if you see I don't know anything that first of all when you walk into a hotel room you're supposed to walk into the room as if you were the very first person that ever walked in that room even if the hotel's been open for 10 15 20 years you when you walk into that room I guess it's supposed to feel like they're the first person that ever been in this room and so they're anything out of place or there's something that's forgotten or whatever especially now there is no sympathy or empathy about it because of COVID absolutely yeah so you know so they have their job is a lot more demanding um than it was before and they have to spend more time cleaning the rooms because they have to disinfect it and do all that other Mm -hmm. stuff and yet they're still being paid the same the thing yeah not cool at all like even I noticed that like a lot of our fast food places their wages and their offers are insane like they get paid like I think I saw something for in and out was like 15 to 17 dollars an hour then Chipotle is like 15 dollars an hour plus like all this tuition reimbursement it's like okay that's beautiful so what are we paying our uh utilities right because utility we've learned is essential like we can no longer trust the germs of other individuals. So it's like utility mm-hmm. is just as essential as you flipping that burger for me to put in my mouth. That may not always be the healthiest thing. I think utility <laughs> deserves to have definitely an increase of wages there. And that's mm-hmm. a that's a missing industry. So we gotta we gotta figure that out. Because sanitation yeah. is much more important than you stuffing my face with some BS that I don't need. I love food. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Yes, I yes. I love it. <laughs> I don't need it. Well, that that also goes into that also goes into you know because my my dad's a retired chef, so that also goes into the culinary aspect of making sure that you're not food poisoning anyone. So that 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 it goes hand in hand as far as them being clean and making sure they're not you know compromising other guests' food or if a guest have allergies. So it, it can mm-hmm. be hard around, but but definitely people who even at from the bottom on top people just need to be paid well you know people need to have just a livable wage but yeah it's yeah I get you oh my goodness it's that that wage is the thing we always talk about like the prices going up because I was telling Whitney I'm like girl when the price of gas get to three she like I don't know (laughs) like I don't know girl I'm like girl (laughs) it's up and it's stuck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so not that. so being that you you've been working in the hotel industry since you've been in high school mm-hmm. yep it started off wow. with me being in an internship yeah oh so your yeah. dad being an executive chef how is mm-hmm. that growing up does he cook all the time or cook cool things you at home what? or is it just like normal yeah it's really funny because he is amazing he's a multi-award winning I'm very proud of my father and the career he you know he had as the chef but no 
he does not cook that often at home. He cooks when there's company and there's friends. You know, he wants to show off a little bit, a little something, something. Yeah. Um, and there's some things that he makes that only I will, you know, eat. I normally don't eat coleslaw, but my dad, I'll eat his coleslaw. And um, so, yeah, it was great growing up. Now, the thing is with me, I don't know how to cook. I can barely That's make hilarious. Uh, what? My dad, he will try, but he's so... Elite, yeah. he's so far he can't dumb it down like we were grilling burgers one day and I had the spatula and Aaron Whitney like there was fire coming from the grill <laughs> and, he was like this, and he's like you cook the food you don't let the food cook you and he just plated it real quick and and then you know don't ask him like hey daddy can I help you he's like no <laughs> and he tried to teach me how to chop up stuff you know we talked about cutting earlier and um he's like don't don't do that I'm like well how are you gonna teach me so anyway (laughs) to remain friends I gotta stay out of the kitchen I gotta stay out of his way and my dad is really funny because my dad is you know study culinary executive chef and he will go to Subway and have somebody make his own sandwich really He just don't, because he's standing, you know, when you're standing on your feet all day and you're doing it all yeah. day, you don't want to do it when you get home. Yeah, you I don't want to be served. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he has a bad habit of thinking that he's still at a restaurant. He'll just leave his plate on the table. <laughs> like, just walk the five feet to nah. the sink and he couldn't know. He just leaves it right on the table because somebody's going to come bust it, which is probably <laughs> when I was growing up. And then the second part, if he does decide to cook, he's making, like, we're a family of three. Why are you cooking for 40 people? Like, we have to, like, freeze. Y'all got to freeze it. That's hilarious. He doesn't know how to just keep it simple. Like, that's just, that's all. And then he leaves, the the kitchen's a disaster because he's used to people that's so interesting that's i never even thought of that but yeah, yeah. I didn't think about your, that. your line you leave first and your line cleans everything up for you yeah yeah he yeah. just leaves it just that's his bad i mean it's just a habit he has of working in the yeah. kitchen and it's just one yeah. of those things he leaves it i, I love that habit <laughs> Ta-ta. But, you, know, you, clean, you, cook, you shouldn't have to clean anyway but still it's like can yeah. you help a sister I'm, like I'm the only child so it's just me I don't yeah. have a brother or sister that's gonna help me so can you uh, just help us out that's all I'm asking that's, that's epic I I really didn't think about those components because like I've been manifesting a chef so it's like, it's really making me really consider this. Because I was like, if you want to cook when he comes home after you Aaron? 12 hours. You got to, we got to be more specific. So I maybe do. You got, you want someone who likes to cook. Maybe he doesn't yeah. have to be a chef. Yeah. Yeah. Woo, see, this is meant to be that she is here with us. This is meant to be. Yeah, this be careful what you wish for. Because you just might get it and then not, and then not get it. Because I don't want to wish y'all. Right. So oh, Aaron don't like to. <laughs> you right, girl. I'm thinking about it right now. I'm like, ooh, let me let me make noted tomorrow. <laughs> I gotta rewrite this. Um, 
Right. I get it though. Like I get it because yeah, I, I still like to serve people like even in my home, like if I'm having anything, like I don't mind cooking and I do, but I'm like, I'm not a cook, mind you. So I don't mind cooking, right. serving. However, I don't want to do it all the time. Like, you know, I want it I back to me. Yeah. And now I'm like, ooh, so if I get a private chef, he need to know he's going to be on his own. And that's just for <laughs> special occasions. But then my man, gotcha. he's got the chef abilities that like he knows part. So I think I have to have two interests. Yeah. It's coming together. It's coming together. Yeah. That, comes, that makes timing. sense. You're so funny. So your page is called Reimagine Hospitality. Yep. Reimagine right. Hospitality on Instagram. You guys can follow yes. me. Well, you guys are, but you know, your listeners can. Yes, please follow because I saw some really cool tips on there for when you have guests that come to your even that guests that just come to your house. I think that's really important. You need to Mm -hmm. to you know make sure they're comfortable and all that. But Thanksgiving Thanksgiving is a few days away. So what Mm -hmm. are some like tips or some tips that you would have for people that are going to have like people over for Thanksgiving or any of the holidays? For sure. So I have a few posts. Oh, I have one post in regards to that, um, Whitney. So one thing you can do um, for your guests that are coming in, your family or friends, you can make a welcome basket. Um, if you know about their favorite treats or their favorite drinks or even anything like that, even if they have kids, you know, what is little Jimmy's favorite snack or whatever, that way they're excited or his favorite toy, like if he likes Peppa Pig or you know, whatever the case may be. I don't know what the kids are watching these days, but, you know, incorporating that, um, even with a welcome letter, just little touches like that makes things, you know, great. Um, Second thing is, you know, having fresh white linen, just like, you know, at the hotel, that way they know it's nice and clean and ready. Um, Third thing too, is to get your home professionally clean if you can afford to do it or deep clean it yourself. Make sure to disinfect Mm -hmm. things, even if it's just, you know, giving them um, sanitizing wipes, you know, putting it, you know, some Pharrell wipes or hand sanitizer. You can put that in their welcome basket as well. Um, That way, Mm -hmm. you know that they're, you know, keeping that they, that you show that you care about them keeping safe and things of that nature so definitely a welcome basket nice clean linen and also having your home if you can afford it professionally clean before and after they leave to have it nice clean and disinfected especially during these times and not just even because of COVID people get the sniffles around this time of year so for sure yeah I love the I love those tips I love that. Welcome basket or letter. I'm doing that. Oh, I'm doing that. I'm going to be like, dang, wait. I'm like, yeah, I know. Just, me. That's the next level, girl. That's the next level. And it, and it doesn't have to be big. It's just, it could be something small to show that they care. Like, even if it's some Lay's potato chips and some Skittles and just yeah. some you can get that from your pantry hmm. and just put it together in something and with some tissue paper and call it a day. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. I'm, I'm definitely going to do that. Like, I'm doing it. I'm doing it because you know one thing I actually like like I do a lot of events and I love that like they'll just have like a welcome or like like a bathroom little mm-hmm. like a little like bath toiletry setup yeah even even doing love extra that. toothbrushes and toothpaste because somebody always forgets something you yeah, know yep. so you can get some de- extra deodorant or anything like that that way they don't even have to worry about leaving because at the time when they come for Thanksgiving things are going to be closed 
And who yeah. wants to go anywhere the day, the next day after with Black Friday? Just try to have any kind of toiletries, extra toiletries you can at home as well. Yeah, I love that. That's really freaking dope. Dope. Definitely love that. Definitely taking that one. I feel like I'm always like on, but that's like a titch. I didn't even think of girl. (laughs) (laughs) So what? And that's just come from the side of you know being in hotels and stuff. But for you guys from the F and B side, you can have drinks waiting for them when they come. And we got that. Ooh, yeah, we got that on the tray. Yeah, <laughs> I always got the drinks and the food on day. But then yeah, I little... walk in. Here's the wine. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> That's lit. So, what are if you can say like your top five hotels in Houston that either like you just love or just whatever? Your top um, five. top. Um. Wow. Um, I can only, okay. Um, so top five, I will definitely say, um, the Marriott Marquis. I haven't personally stayed there, but it's gorgeous. They have like a Texas lazy river, um, sort of thing. And I want to say they also do rooftop movies as well. Uh, Also the post Oak, um, that is owned by, uh, one of the like he's a Texas billionaire, Tim Fatata. I'm probably butchering his name, but he also owns the Rockets. And that property oh. is just so stunning. I actually tried to get a job there. <laughs> it didn't happen for me, but it worked out because it was before COVID happened. Um, and so beautiful, gorgeous property. They even have it to where they have helicopters. They have a Royce Royce up in there, I want to say. They can even um, have you go to like the La Burge, the casinos in, um, what is it, Lake Charles? Because he owns one of the casinos in Lake Charles. So you can get a private transportation there as well. Um, So that's a little bit on the luxury side. A little bit on the luxury side there. Uh, there's the Woodlands Resort, which is really good for families. Um, so that's a gorgeous property. It's not in Houston per se, it's in the Woodlands, um, but still a gorgeous property nonetheless. Um, and just to kind of go economy wise, I would say Hotel Indigo um, in the Galleria, mm-hmm. very cute hotel. Um, it's a boutique property. And I'm just trying to think of any more um also Hotel Zaza I cannot believe I almost forgot but Hotel Zaza is really (laughs) nice um they have I want to say they have one in Dallas or Austin I'm not sure okay one in Dallas we have one here and Um, we have an Indigo too we have Indigo and Zaza here yeah so 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 nice so yeah Hotel Zaza is just fire um they have a one in Memorial as well as one in the museum district the one in the museum district is the older one and the one in Memorial is just great it's just a beautiful property so yeah that's awesome like yeah. hotel zaza it goes down at our hotel zaza like it like <laughs> comes to like a party like it's a thing here like hotel yeah. zaza like a whole vibe like and, and another popular hotel in houston is uh hotel Derek. um that's a pretty popular property as well so yeah i can't yeah very nice. okay girl There's we gotta something. stay at the post oh no we <laughs> better save your coins girl I'm ready. i knew aaron was gonna say that oh my god i gotta save, save the post save up one night 
they have multiple restaurants attached to it and everything else like that. I mean, it is a gorgeous, gorgeous property. Ooh. You got to check it out. And then there's another hotel, um, Intercontinental Medical. I've stayed there before because I work with, you know, IHG. I've stayed there when they first opened. I like the property, but the reason why I'm mentioning it is because it was featured on Married at First Sight um, in Houston this season that just passed. So just it was just featured mm. on, you know, on television. But definitely recommend the Marriott Marquis and the Post Oak for sure. I mean, and then of course there's the Houstonian, which is a spa um, resort hotel as well. It's the older, mm. you know, old money. That the Houstonian is for old. It money. sounds like it with the Houstonian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I don't even want to know how much like a membership there costs. It's just crazy. But yeah. Oh, you gotta have a membership to say this? Well, like a membership, if you want to do like their pool and spa and their racket okay. club, you, you know what I mean. And and the tennis, uh, okay. you know, uh, that, okay, kind of okay. spa, that kind of thing. You have to have a membership for that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Maybe in like 15 years, I'll be done. Yes, you can do spa in order to be a member all year. Mm-hmm. For sure. Oh, we need that membership. membership. Okay, give me the post oak for now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you, if you can't there, just just let me know so I could just kind of sneak in. Girl, you sold me on. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta look this up. You really did. <laughs> you did. You sold me on everything. Oh, I'm about to yeah. look all these up. There's I'm some excited. really beautiful. There's some really beautiful properties here in Houston for sure. I love that. I That's cannot awesome. wait. Um, it's been on our our list for quite some time, so I'm yeah. super super excited. Um, for us to be able to go now like for food do you have like a Mm -hmm. recommendation for food there I'm biased because you know like I said my dad's a chef so I'm biased um now (laughs) as far as me I we have a great Chinatown I actually live close to Chinatown so I love Chinese or Vietnamese food I love the culture as well um and you can't you know of course you're here in Texas. Um, you can't ever go wrong with good barbecue, mm-hmm. you know. Um, also, there are some. I heard of the Turkey Leg Hut. I haven't. I haven't personally been there, um, but just to name just a few uh, restaurants. Also, the Taste Bar and Kitchen that is a black-owned restaurant. Um, the Breakfast Club also black-owned as well. Um, so there are some really you can't go wrong with any eating anywhere here in Houston, especially in the Galleria or Memorial area. Um, it's so, so good. Um, so yeah, just, nice. just come, just come by, just come visit. We is. Sure. Yeah. And that's the, that's the best thing about our city is that it's just a melting pot of different cultures. We have, you know, Chinatown, we have even, you know, a section of our city that has, you know, more Middle Eastern and Mediterranean food um, as Mm. well. So it's just sushi, steak, whatever you want. You know, like I told guests, like they're saying, well, I'm hungry. I don't know what to eat. I'm like, just stick your head out of the window of your car and just drive whatever you smell that you know whatever you smell that smells good just get turned there uh, I do remember that about Dallas is that there were restaurants everywhere oh yeah like literally 
Huh. So that's what that reminded me of. It's crazy. That's why y'all like to eat. Yeah, there's, there's there is tons. And, you know, definitely whatever place you find um, for brunch, uh, Phil and Derek's is good for brunch. You kind of got to get in line, mm-hmm. of course, um, and stuff and get there a little bit early. But there's some really great brunch spots um, as well. We love brunch. Yeah. Texas oh. is all about the food. Like, I when they say everything's big in Texas, like that's a real statement for me because mm-hmm. you gonna eat enough that you gonna be big. So it's like, oh, you yeah. just gotta figure it out. Like you just gotta figure it out. Like I am like the, like me being at this age at this time of my life in Texas, I'm grown into my, <laughs> my, my age and weight. Like it's all coming oh, together because oh, of the food. Uh-oh. It's all doing what it needs to have done. So it's intense. Yeah. Y'all. The food oh, is intense. Um, for brunch, I recommend um, Hungry's, which is really good. Excellent, Hungry. like egg excellence, and then also um, La Peep. Those three places are are pretty great for brunch. Yeah. And there's some what other. What was the last places. place? Uh, La Peep. Um, oh, so there's, La Peep. there's plenty of places that are that are super awesome and, and great for a good brunch here in Houston. Hey, Houston, <laughs> Texas. <laughs> So many new new places, um, especially like in the Heights and Midtown area. Nice. Okay, so when we come, what area do we need to stay? Do we need to stay downtown? Where do we need to go to the Burbs? Like, where shall we go? <laughs> right. What's so I recommend, of course, I recommend the you know Galleria area or even Memorial City um, area, City Center area. Um, there is City Center. Um, it's just really great. There's some shopping. There's some, you know, good eats there, as well as Memorial City Mall, which is attached to a full-fledged Target or Target, if you're fancy like that, uh-huh. um, with a um, Cheesecake Factory as well. So I actually prefer that versus the Galleria Mall, simply because the Galleria is more of like luxury, high-end brands. And even for me living here in the city, I don't visit the Galleria Mall. Like I haven't been there in years. It's just a hassle to get in there and get out of there. Um, So if you want to do like some shopping or family type of stuff, I definitely recommend like the city center area. And then just being in the Galleria, you're kind of central to everything that is cool you might want to do as well mm-hmm. i like that how exciting each time we coming for you we've been told you we're coming for you it's a thing we got an official <laughs> tour guide uh lauren's gonna give us the ropes so you may think different because you are from there but one of the main things i always hear about from people that go to houston is that everyone is beautiful like all the men are fine and all the women are beautiful do you, you know, feel like that they're like they come back they're like even the people i like multiple people have said that even the cops are fine like everyone makes such a big deal about how fine everybody is you know what i don't feel that way i guess because i'm from here but there is a city that i do feel that way about which is atlanta like the okay. black mm-hmm. women there in atlanta they dress to impress like they just they killer mm-hmm. look I mean the, I mean even the men. I'm, I'm married, but I'm not blind. I'm not blind. Even the men there in Atlanta, they're they're fine too. Um, yeah. So that's how I feel when I go to Atlanta, especially like seeing our people. You know, 
people who are African-American, Black folks, like they just carry themselves in a different way, um, especially mm -hmm. if you stay in like College Park area or certain, you know, places in the city. All I've seen was like Black people. And I'm coming from a very diverse city, you know, here in Houston. And I'm just like, wow, like it's just amazing. And the at least in the circles that I be in when I go in Atlanta, like the conversations between Black people are different. Um, I feel like they're more connected. It's more of a, a mm -hmm. you know, it's us. Uh, it's not us versus them kind of thing. It's just us doing it and collaborating and coming together. Like, you know, they don't ever, at least the circles I be in Atlanta, they don't say, oh, the man's bringing me down. The man, like, no, mm -hmm. it's, it, it, they're not even an option. It's about us building our own Black businesses and yeah. thriving and succeeding. And I just really love, I was just telling my husband about Atlanta, like, just the other day. I really love it there. My godparents mm -hmm. live there, too. So, Anytime I can visit, I love it. I was just there earlier, like a few months ago. That's awesome. Yes. Like he, Atlanta people say that about Houston. So it's very interesting to hear you say that about Atlanta because I feel like it's a it's a very similar vibe. And I was listening to I forgot who that was, but she's she lives in Atlanta. She said, What would be the next city that you would live to? And she said Houston. So I think I, that like they always mean it would be Atlanta. <laughs> they always say that Houston is like kind of probably the most comparable. Um, and I'm here in Dallas and all I hear from like a Dallas Houston aspect is like Houston is very like down to earth, chill vibe, mm -hmm. like very different. And Dallas is very pretentious and like corporate -y and things of that nature. So that's that's a whole thing because they say like yeah. Houston's giving you giving you the vibes, giving you the mm -hmm the diversity of the you're seeking and then here it's diverse but it's definitely very business oriented like here right. yeah yeah <laughs> it's all good it's all good so i'm ready to go to h-town and give me some i might not come back y'all i'm just saying just tell me just tell me when you guys want to come we can make it a girl's thing just yes yes just let me yeah. know. I don't, know. I don't know if I can keep up with y'all. You know, it'll be an adventure, girl. Buckle up. <laughs> it'll be such a that good is so funny. Be an adventure. Our first love is food. So that's always like me when me and Whitney do a trip, like we're always like, what are we eating? <laughs> yeah. Like there's some, I mean, there's some really good barbecue places. Triple J, um, is good for barbecue as well. Black owned business, mm -hmm. um, too. So that, yes, that is more better than I would say good company barbecue, which my dad would call like commercial. It's all right for commercial barbecue, yeah. but yeah, so it's different when. My thing is, it's so great when you can eat something that tastes like home, like it tastes like your grandma made it or papa made yeah. it, like it, big mama made it. That's when I feel yeah. like it's really comforting when I can say like, this tastes like my grandmother would, you know, make this. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. 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 Triple J. Yeah, Triple J's and as far as soul food, uh, Mickey's, they're, they're good too. Okay. Yeah. Y'all know I'm down it. I'm giving you the game for free. Okay. Yes, I'm loving the jewels. This is like, listen, y'all need to make a list. If you're when you're listening, make a list. 
So when right? you go to Houston, you already know where to eat and you, you know, period. It takes everything out. So I'm yes. here for this. And I would definitely, if you, you are visiting, if you are visiting our city, I would definitely recommend renting a car um, mm-hmm. versus Ubering or thinking that you're going to rely on public transportation. Houston's too big. Um, just like yep. Atlanta, it's just one of those cities that you need a rental car, like yeah. for real. Just get what the cost you're going to pay from going to one point to another in Uber. You could, in one trip, you could have had for your entire day, pretty much, as far as a rental car. The only thing is, is that I would recommend getting a hotel that has free parking. That way yeah. you're not paying for the rental car on top of parking, because that just to me is just double taxing. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, like, I definitely recommend getting a car here in Houston. If you're too scared to be on the freeway, just drive the service roads. It'll be okay. But I definitely recommend a rental car. Don't do not do Uber or Lyft. It, it just really wouldn't be worth the money, especially coming from the airport into the city. You yeah. could have paid for a rental car for that whole day for the price wow. of that. that makes do you sense. have any other, like, good traveling hats or hotel hats for people like even with booking or anything like that um, so for far as hotel hacks I would say I'm all for booking directly with the hotel simply because I've worked in that industry and sometimes with hotels.com or Expedia or third-party sites they have pictures but in different names that do not match our parent site of the hotel so I would definitely recommend if you are thinking about booking third party look at what the third like say it's Expedia look at Expedia and also look at the hotel's actually website and see if the name you know the title of this room match you know if it all matches up because sometimes it does not like we don't have Mm. superior rooms or um I don't know, just other, they just do funky little wording just so so they can upcharge. And sometimes, sometimes it can be the same. It can be the same amount of money. And if you call the hotel and you ask to speak to the director of sales and manager, you can easily say, hey, I see that this is on Expedia or booking.com. Is there any way that you can match it? I'm a member, you know, if you have members, so that way you can get points because if you're booking third party, you're not going to get points for your stay because you booked with them instead of the hotel and it's a loyalty program and you were not loyal. Mm, <laughs> right. So I would definitely recommend to see if you can book directly with the hotel. That way, if there's any changes to your reservation, if you have to leave early or check out or whatever, you can do it with the hotel because once you book third party, you, we can't we can't modify any reservations. It, it's really, mm. we, at least we try not to. It makes it hard because you book with the other guy. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And whatever hotel you can find for free parking, free that would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Free parking is always a win. Um, and then just making sure to even... Um, do Google Maps and see if you can look um, on Google Maps where, you know, what the building looks like, the surrounding areas and stuff, because sometimes, like even when I went to Atlanta, I booked one hotel and the hotel looked fantastic online, but it was in the <laughs> and I didn't know because I'm not from there. <laughs> right? I didn't know I was staying in the hood. I had no idea. That happens to us. That's Literally. funny that was a hotel, but that's how it is in Atlanta. 
but that's what they say like you could be it's going to be something that's beautiful and then once the next street or the street that you're on yeah, is the hood. even here in houston you can you can mm. go make a turn from a crack house to a mansion real quick mm. it can happen mm -hmm. it can happen mm -hmm. it can yeah we had an air we had an airbnb like that that looked beautiful <laughs> online and the surroundings was crazy but burnt like what was it like the structure that was left of a burnt down house was right in front oh, of no. us it oh was yeah crazy. oh yeah honey <laughs> that's that's burnt that's down house trash yes. everything we that's knew. why i recommend going on google maps right quick and, and you know seeing the street view where you can see the street and yes, everything um, well, see I, that one we did, but the house wasn't burnt down yet. They didn't update the Google Maps. Oh, but dang. Atlanta be yeah. Atlanta be scammy, so I'm not even surprised. Yeah, you kind of right about <laughs> my face. <laughs> oh no! Oh, but we love Atlanta though. We love them. But I love ATL. Find me up anytime. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's just it's just so funny. But yeah, so there's plenty. You know that I just you know, recommend that um, as far as like traveling alone, um, you know, try to be as safe as possible, safe as you can and think smart, um, mm -hmm. you know, especially if you're a young woman traveling alone. Like when I went to Atlanta to that Beyonce concert, I was telling you guys about, I went by myself for my birthday. It was for my 25th birthday. So that was a gift to myself. Well, the, it was, it was easy for me to get in, a uber there but after the concert the uber prices just surged and it was just crazy and I was only like a, two miles away from the hotel so what I did since I was alone and I was by myself and it was all these wow. people from the Beyonce concert I literally just grew pop until I got to my hotel safely like I was right behind other girls acting like I was on my cell phone, which I was to kind of help me navigate to the hotel back to walking at like midnight by myself. But I just pretty much grew pop until I, until I got mm -hmm. there. So yeah, so just, mm -hmm. you know, being careful, um, you know, keeping your wits about you, especially if you're traveling by yourself. And another thing too, when I was, I love to travel. So when I was in San Diego, I came, I was walking to my hotel by myself from a club and I don't know, I was, like I said, I was all by myself. I pretended that I was on the phone and I was angry and I was upset with my boyfriend and I'm just cussing and fussing. Nobody want to mess with an angry black woman. <laughs> so I'm like, I can't believe you, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to mess you up, da, da, da. And I just act like that until I saw my hotel and I'm like, I made it. <laughs> and other people I'm like, I don't That's care if epic. I look like I'm going to get here safely because I'm like, oh, where are you? Who do you, who do you think you are? Blah, blah, blah. So whatever you can do to keep yourself safe when you're traveling alone by yourself in these streets, I recommend. That's, that. That's epic. That's epic. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, no one messed with me. No one, was gonna mess, no one was going to mess with me. I was just acting like I was upset. I cannot believe you. That's epic. Life hack. No one's gonna mess. Who's gonna mug you when you when you ticked when you hot? No yeah, they're doing no all that. Like she already no loud. She gonna start. She gonna beat me up if she mad at him. <laughs> next one. Next one. Yeah. This we don't want to mess with her. She's she everybody. Oh, she got too much going on. Exactly. 
I didn't care how crazy I look. I wanted to be, I wanted to make it there safely. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's really good. Yeah, definitely the hats. I remember when I went to Mexico, I have like a lot of people were like, hide your passport, hide your information. Like, don't leave it in the room. Yeah. They come in and clean. Like, they're not able to take your, because they'll take it from you. And so I remember I had like um, found like a little nick and cranny in my suitcase and I just hid it all the way under like the plastic piece mm. way under in my suitcase. So it was like on top of everything. So you would like, even if you go through my stuff, you would, you wouldn't find it. Cause it was like all the way under, like inside yeah. the suitcase and oh, they wow. took it from Mexico because they'll take our passports or like they'll clean the room. And like you, if you leave it there, like there's something they can act like they don't know. It's like, right. no, there's no regulations. And so they could take your passport and then find a way to like change it. And it's so legit. Like it's the best form of false evidence, false identification. So, right. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's something that I learned be, from Mexico. Yeah. That can be very scary, but yeah, okay. anything you can do to, to be safe and, and all that good stuff. You only got to tell me once, girl. I watch way too much TV, honey. I'm on IDTV, <laughs> National Geographic. Like, I'm like, oh, honey, okay. Right. I found that. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my God. Aaron, you're so funny. I love, I love those kind of shows. It's like my, my other life. But um, that's awesome. I love the tips. Mm. I love H-Town. I'm so super, super excited to go. So, okay so to close this out i'm gonna ask you oh, a few like questions <laughs> yeah they're like little questions okay what are some experience in your life you wish happened more often oh um what are some experience in my life i wish i could ha have happened more often or yeah, something that happens in your life that you wish happened like often or all the time, like experiences. You know what? I think discovering, you know, as far as like traveling, um, falling in love, you know, again, for the first time, just having positive experiences um, or traveling, you know, for the first time somewhere. Um, I just recently lost my my aunt, uh, my aunt Lola, who was my mom's twin sister. So I wish now that I could go back and experience, you know, staying in Miami with her again. We, we stayed at Intercontinental mm -hmm. Miami and we just had such a good time that we even like extended our stay another night um, because we just had such a great time. So I wish I could you know, experience uh, traveling with my aunt again because she was my, she was the best travel companion because I had the hotel hookup and she had the airline hookup. Yeah. She, she retired from Continental Airlines. So I had it made in the shade. Like she took me to San Diego, That's not lit. San Diego, San Francisco for lunch for the day. Like we flew to San Francisco just to have lunch. And then we flew back down. That's to Houston, amazing. Andy. Yes. Yeah. And so I wish I could have that experience that first time you know, experience of going somewhere with her and just hanging out because now that I turned 30 this year, we were really becoming friends and I was seeing my aunt more of a, of a woman instead of just my aunt and vice versa. And mm -hmm. we were really growing and, and having a friendship together. So I wish I could have experienced that again more often. That's awesome. That's, That's beautiful. beautiful. I, I miss her so much. I love that. I love that. And 
And I think it's those moments like that that just really helps you like really understanding the the, the amazing part about relationships and people mm-hmm. and, and family and memories. Like one yeah. of the main things I love about hospitality is I like to be a part of a memory. Um, mm-hmm like the ultimate thing that I enjoy and those memories last forever you can spend as much mm-hmm. money or as less as money it's the memory it lasts forever mm-hmm. so that's awesome very beautiful Aww, yeah. yes yes okay thank we so coming we're gonna make yes. thank you so much for coming on you like I had such a fun time like time flown by I'm so excited yeah. I was a little nervous but you guys made me feel so comfortable and then we got we got some drinks to get, get us started and I wish like I may have to talk to you guys later because I would love to have my own podcast crossing fingers I'll have it before the end of the year Thank I'm you. just nervous I'm a little you nervous. will you I'm got it. <laughs> when you're passionate and you love something, just let it flow. Just right. Like, yeah. And it's it's literally in you. Like yeah. your parents met in hospital, like it's in you. So <laughs> it's there. <laughs> you're great. See, just how you just flowed right in, like flew right in. Yeah. Yeah. Girl. But you know what? That's another thing of being able to talk with people within your industry, even though you guys are on the F and B side of things, like food and beverage, still like it is what it is. Serving it's the people. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the same. It's part of you guys part of the hospitality family. So I'm excited. Yeah. Forever. Oh. Forever. And Whitney, we have to exchange numbers because I'm gonna learn more about your boutique and stuff. Yes. <laughs> we will. I'll DM okay. you on instagram okay yes don't yes don't be scared to slide in the dms that's how she's on our show we are we are dm sliders okay (laughs) (laughs) and when we come to houston we need to have an event we can have a networking event yeah networking other people in hospital yeah let me know let me know i actually know a few people who live here um so yeah let me know I'm down. So you hospitality guys, hospitality queens, all of us, hospitality queens for real. Queens in this industry <laughs> that we love. This isn't a beautiful, beautiful industry. I couldn't even imagine being anything else. So shout mm-hmm. out, to yeah, the lifestyle. And you know, one thing too, like Erin and Whitney, I want to say thank you so much for just creating a space for even yourselves, like. When I was so excited, I don't, I don't think you were on yet, um, Whitney, when I was telling Aaron, I was just so excited when I looked at Apple Podcasts and I just typed in hospitality and to see you two lovely ladies' faces, like people who look like, just like me, a woman, you know, woman of color doing it. Like I was so like, I don't know. I was just like, I have to follow them. I have to see what they're up to, like, because I just didn't see enough. I didn't see enough of us talking about us. And this is a global industry, like global industry. And so to see black and brown people, it's just, it's just amazing. And so I'm glad that you guys did it. You guys started and that's even encouraging to me that there is a space out there for us to talk and to share more about hospitality. Yes, there is a space and there's- I love that. 
room in this space. And I'm excited <laughs> that you came when I saw your name pop on Instagram. I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Like, I can't wait to hear about it because I love people that love hospitality. If you're hospitable, you're a bomb individual. And if you're not hospitable, you got to do some self-work, do some shadow work. That together because hospitable people are just the most genuine people. They truly, oh, yeah. Are. Yeah. we just love. Like I just love to love and like to give. Like I don't really expect much in return, which sometimes isn't always that great. Not saying it's beautiful, um, <laughs> but but I just love to love and I love people that love the same thing. So thank you so much, you guys. Make sure you follow her on Instagram. She has amazing tips, oh, amazing content. Um, yeah. I love watching you do your skits. So make sure you guys follow her so you can get those tips, know what's going on. Tell her, yo, you in H-Town. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think I watched like all of your reels a couple times today. Oh, yes, thanks. definitely go look at her reels on Instagram. They're good. They're funny. What was, oh, the one when um the lady came, the wife came and, or no, I think something you reposted, or was it a reel? I can't remember, but um, yeah. it was like, the wife wanting to look for her husband and the guy was like yeah sorry I I can't help you with that but then he gives her all the tea I was like you better that's happening for real that be happening for real in hotels or or you get some hush money one or the other happens yeah I've had a night auditor he would get paid like two or three hundred dollars from a guest in tips just to like keep a hush hush because he was like a big time person so oh yeah oh, oh yeah for sure it happens I, next I time i'm on the podcast or you guys are on my podcast when i get mine fingers crossed we can yeah. we can do some hospitality okay yes, yes. we're here for the tea <laughs> we got a lot of tea in the back Ooh, that could be on like a patreon that could be something separate because you, you still yeah. see I like that yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> a lot going on in this industry y'all just don't even know it's like they if they only knew how essential hospitality is I think we're essential we are literally the bread and butter to your entertainment people okay all your mm-hmm. shenanigans all your memories starts here yeah <laughs> it does it's us it starts when you checked in with your side piece. It's us. Edit out the rest of the video. You can edit. So now we're just talking. But no, I had a guest who it was this couple. They would come to the hotel all the time. All the time. So one of the rules is that front desk, you know, you don't give a guest room number out to anybody who isn't, you know, on the reservation, of course. Well, they, there were a mm-hmm. couple that, like I said, they came all the time. So the girlfriend came up to front desk and was like, oh, hey, you know, all nice and sweet. You know, where's my man? You know, what room are we in? And, and the girl's like, oh, you're in room five, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So she went up there with her teenage daughter, mind you on purpose to catch him in the act. Brother man wasn't even smart enough to go cheat at another hotel somewhere else around the corner of the street across, you know, the way. He wasn't even smart enough to do that. He's still gonna do his little freaking at the same hotel you go with the girl. Mm. Dumb thing. So anyway, um, she 
lazy. The, the hotel had like an atrium. So you can, when you walk in the middle of the hotel, you can see all the rooms on the side. And so the guy came down, he was upset. Like, who told you about my room? Like, you guys aren't supposed to tell him about my room. And she's like, no, I saw you go up there and blah, 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 which is great because you saved old girl's butt, right? Right. <laughs> and so he's like, I cannot believe you're doing this in front of your daughter and blah, blah, blah. And then the guest, her name was Cinnamon. Ooh. And this real name on her real driver's license. Mm. You already know what it was. But, but yeah, it was just, you know, crazy how things can happen like that. I had a guest, like this one lady, she was in the lobby saying, I'm leaving my husband. Yeah, I'm about to check into this hotel, rack his credit card up with room service, the bubble. No, the heck you not, because the ID don't match the credit card. So we're not doing that here, ma'am. No. Wow. I, I cannot accept a credit card that does not match the identification. And you already tell me what you, you already boasted on. What, what you, you trying to do? Damn. Damn. We're not doing that emotions. Yeah, calm down, relax, go sit somewhere, think go about it. Oh, girl. <laughs> Epic. So, last and final funny story is, because I remember I met my husband at work, so we had a class reunion stay with us, okay? Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they are going from room to room in their robes like they're some monks. And so come to find out, it was a big sex party. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. And they were our people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they were like it was a class reunion and one of the tip-offs was one of the girls told my husband before him and I even started dating or anything else like that she told him and he was a manager at the hotel girl and he and she told him you look clean would you like to join us (laughs) no not that you look clean not at the class reunion It's like we be forgetting about the hotel industry because that'd be with the stuff. If you think I have stories, I have a my aunt Pam, she work at a hotel casino girl, and she's a cocktail waitress there. She has tons in Louisiana. She has tons of stories. Like even with her cousin out guest, she still ain't fired. She's been working there for 30 years. (laughs) That's lit. like guests that want money like you know guests that be on machines like you know be rubbing on the the you know slot machine and doing all this for two hours and then they don't win somebody get on it it's hot already and they win the jackpot crazy yes crazy it happens all the time she has guests that are like her regulars that she calls her boyfriend like hey boyfriend and they be giving her like a hundred dollar tips you be my man too, honey. And then another thing is don't let no other person take your regular. Oh no, 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 no. You're not gonna ask them if they want anything to drink. That's my job. Okay. <laughs> I'm their Ooh. waiter when they come when they come up in here. Hey, so they I love it. Auntie got the stories. I love she it. She really, really, really <laughs> does. So yeah, there's some oh man, there's some crazy stories I have. I have man I have some forever 
I've even dealt with a naked guest in a nude. Yes. I mean, tons of stories. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, y'all. We're going to have to have an after dark special for this hospitality, okay? Because it gets real. Right. I can't yeah. imagine, literally, like, as I think about it, I'm like, dang, like that. Y'all be going, y'all see some interesting things. Like, we oh, might get the first yeah. part, like, when they're having the drinks before they Yo. get to the room. Like, we get the yeah. part. <laughs> Oh, for sure. Oh yeah, they have a bar at the hotel. Yeah. Yes. I feel like I it'd mean, be we... probably even worse if you work at a hotel with a restaurant with a bar in it. Oh, oh man, my mom used to, my mom used to be a bartender for Hyatt, and there was this guest who ordered like an amaretta sour, some kind of drink. I forgot the name, but anyway, she said she didn't taste the amaretta, right or whatever it was, and so my mom's like. Oh, she sent the drink back to my mom twice. This is my mom back in the day before she got saved. Okay, so <laughs> she sent the she sent the drink to my mom back twice. My mom's like, okay, I got something for you since you say you can't taste the, taste the amaretto sour. My mom did nothing but that. She had no alcohol up in there. She just did all the flavor, you know, the grenadine or whatever. She just did all the flavor, and here it is. This white, I mean, excuse me. She, I think she was white. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got way too comfortable with y'all. I'm not even being a fool. Karen. Don't so comfort me, please. I love everybody. She, we love everybody. So she go, then she's like, so she's drinking it and stuff. She's like, oh yeah, this is good. My mom charged her full price, knowing darn where there was a drop of alcohol in there. And the lady started acting like she was buzzed and drunk. My mom's like, that's all her imagination. All her imagination. Oh There's no alcohol up in it. The oh, she barely gave her some. It's just like, oh, you can't taste that. All right, I'm gonna make sure I pour all of that. <laughs> that is so. That's epic. all you can taste, and no alcohol. That's epic. Oh my! Epic. God. She's I'm like, not. Oh, I'm not. Good. Yeah. It's people <laughs> like that, like that be at your bar. I can't taste that. I can't taste that. Like, meow. Go away. <laughs> exactly. Go away. That's. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. I'm here for it. I cannot wait. Um, so we hitch H Town, Hospitality Queens, H Town with Lauren. We're gonna have lots of stories for y'all. Right. Ooh. <laughs> Somebody need to give me the uh discount at, uh post oh because I looked up them prices is price. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, maybe it's new, but I'm like that's Ooh. a car, that's a car payment, that's mortgage. <laughs> Your, it's, your it's child's college tuition like 300 or something no $500 to $1,000 yeah. so y'all look I went in there for an interview I'm just glad they didn't charge me to just breathe the air there wow <laughs> y'all we need to hook up y'all need to uh, throw us a, throw a us promo a, code <laughs> throw us a triple A if we put all our ages together, can we get the uh the senior discount? <laughs> like come on. I'm find a way, y'all, because whoo, I need a discount. <laughs> <laughs> I was like so excited. I was like, I need to be at the hotel. We're gonna find a way, y'all. If there's a will, there's a way. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> when she said that you could get a private trip to the casino, <laughs> I already knew like. This is some next level. Like so I'm not even. They have a helicopter pad. Like a helicopter pad. Like it's a helicopter. 
I want to say it's either them or the mayor of our key, but yeah, they they got it like that. They yeah. got it like that over there. I like that kind of stuff. Whitney, you know, I like it, y'all. I'm going to find a way. Just yeah. one Somebody need to find you out, Erin. <laughs> Honey, it, it shall happen probably too. Uh, <laughs> Aaron's gonna get food. Oh, Aaron's going to get food out. So, um, are you familiar with any farms there? Any what? Any, like, any farms or out in the country? No, there's not really... I mean, not unless you start going toward um, San Antonio, like San Marcos, which is like an outlet mm. mall. There's an outlet mall there or even Fredericksburg. Um, I want to say they have like nice, cute little wineries out there, which is nice. Um, but as far as like out country, not not really. Yeah, mm. not really. Um, but yeah Houston's huge so I mean Houston's huge but there's also like I said other parts like maybe Magnolia Texas might be something like that or the Woodlands possibly or maybe not a farm wouldn't they have a ranch in Texas maybe it's different yeah right. no I would definitely recommend like getting outside of Houston like going towards Austin you probably will find more of that mm. I think mm -hmm. yeah, okay. like, probably in the mix yeah I think I know what you're talking about so like in the middle of that so we uh Whitney's husband is gonna be a black farmer um we're just we manifested and we just gotta find where he's located so oh, that's that. so awesome yeah agriculture is like really important um especially, it really is. yeah especially yeah, now with the way that food is and if you can definitely build and be able to sustain on your own without having to go into grocery stores or market any markets like that is fantastic yeah. um if you can manage and it's very very hard work and also mm -hmm. another thing is is that black farmers don't really get the um don't really get the recognition that they deserve there's this girl on instagram that i follow i have to send you her page um whitney she has she her family owns a farm and so mm. she's really big on family-owned businesses and succession planning and things like that. Um, her name is her name is Lauren as well. Nice. Lauren Miller, that's her name. Um, and so she's really big on that. Um, I forgot where her family. She's from Atlanta. She's from Georgia. I'm not sure if it's Atlanta, but she's from Georgia. I want to say that's where her family land is too. Um, so yeah, it just depends on like the soil. That's another thing too, like what kind of soil um, that he can find to grow whatever crops he's looking for. Mm. So yeah, that would be really cool. But anything that you can do to sustain your own right now will be fantastic because we've seen some dark times. Yeah. <laughs> and even with the winter, even when we had the winter storm um, here in Houston, it was just crazy trying to get food in the grocery stores and stuff like that. So if you have your own farm or your own land and you can be able to do any kind of preserves, um, you know, in yeah. a pinch, that will be great. I mean, that is a blessing if you're able to create some preserves and, and keep it so that you and your family can be well fed and, and nourished. And you know what's being grown from the ground. You know what you're putting in your bodies. Mm -hmm. so that's a positive too like you know what's in your food facts okay yeah because it's called food and drug administration mm. okay food and drug 
Okay. Uh, Lauren is dropping in gems. I don't know, okay. but they do. <laughs> what you say, pussy? I said Lauren is dropping the gems. Okay. Oh yeah, I mean it's called Food and Drug Administration for a reason. I'm just saying. Period. You right, girl. You sure right. Like how they go hand in hand, food and drug. Oh, <laughs> all right then. Yeah. And there's some things here. There's some things here in the states that they don't even sell overseas in Europe. Or yes. in other places. There are some chemicals and some things that we eat all the time without even thinking of that is banned overseas. <laughs> like mm-hmm. banned. And yet we consume it every day. I know. <laughs> I know it's bad. Yeah, and I'm gonna, no, eat, yeah. I'm gonna eat my restaurant food in just a minute. <laughs> right. But yeah, Trust that's me. like it's a it's a struggle. It is, yeah. Me and trying me, to eat right. Me and Whitney. Yeah. A real fun journey for quite some time so we just oh it's okay <laughs> yeah i understand yeah i understand but no i really like thank you like girls i had so much fun because now it's the after party but yeah i had so much yeah. fun like hanging out with you guys and talking to you guys like for me we're reimagining hospitality i want to do the podcast and i also want to um, and that's why I wanted to give it to you too, Whitney, is I wanted to do some kind of like apparel as well, being able to, since I'm not doing a service as far as like mm-hmm. the consulting thing I hoped for um, with my husband, at least try to give, deliver a product, whether it is like, yeah. you know, some travel loungewear or um, even like some, you know, workbooks or something to kind of help with any yeah. kind of career development sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that. what I'm kind of striving. At least that's my goal. Um, since I'm not doing a service to pro- at least provide a product. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's dope. I love it. Well, yes, Whitney coming yeah. here soon. It's going to be 2022 because yeah. the year is over. Uh, but we're going to we're going to get it together. We're going to be out here. We- yeah, so we have to definitely do, um, I think that is like really good. One of the things I have in my heart too is to have some kind of like women in hospitality kind of um, retreat or something like that. I think it'll be really cool to have like a retreat for, you know, women in hospitality and kind of getting our like, I don't know, just kind of to collaborate, um, lift us up, mm-hmm. do, you know, see what we can, whatever change we can create in the industry or even in our own lives. You know, sometimes the change yeah. starts with yourself in order mm-hmm. for you to perform better and to give and to serve because it's a service industry. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm, that's one thing that I, I would like to do as well. Awesome. I love so, it. We here, girl. Yeah. We're here for it. So that was good. So that way I can get like me a little mini uh, squad going on. I can at least yeah. be like, okay, I know I can invite Aaron. I can invite Whitney. Yeah, we yeah. got hospitality squad. Yeah, so there. we're going to be, um, there's this other girl in Houston. You may want to interview her too. Her name is Kaylin Beck. She's kind of more shy, I would say, compared to me. She mm-hmm. wants to open her own bed and breakfast here in Houston. So she's been fundraising for that. Um, her page is called Beck and Call Hospitality. Love she that. also okay. do events as well. I'm going to share you her page when we get off too. Um, okay. And so she's, uh, her and I, we're going to be getting together to do a fundraiser to fund, you know, raise funds for a scholarship for the hospitality college here in Houston. There's the Hilton College here and she 
uh, in U of H, University of Houston, and that's one of her alma maters. I think she went to Howard as well. Um, So she's gonna, her and I were gonna get together. It's just a thousand dollars. Like I'm supposed to raise 500, she raised the other five. And so, and then we're gonna provide mentorship for that student for the rest of their, you know, semester, their school semester. So that'll be in December. Um, so that'll be coming up soon that we're going to do that. So I need to get my little self together. Um, yeah, put it on your page. We would love to share. Um, yeah. Get some people to do that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. I will. I will. Yeah. I'm all for it. So many friends, like, you know, in our personal pages and endeavors that in hospitality industry. So I'm all for that. I, I think there's a lot of room to grow in this industry, but we just don't mm-hmm. invest time um and money into it so I love that that and it's just also just getting in the right rooms and meeting the right people um and people being able to share their knowledge and and want to lift you up and want to help you want to watch you succeed um Mm -hmm. and have the best intentions too yeah so that's you know that's another thing hey it's the growth for me right yeah Yes, thank you. Um, I can talk to y'all all night, but I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much. Thank you. I had so much fun. Until next time. And what episode is this again? 45? 44, right? 44. 44. 44. Episode 44. Thank you so much for listening. This episode was really dope. We had three hospitality queens here. It was lit. It was We got a Houston rundown. I'm fully we learned right. that we need to be a little more specific in our ass and our quest. So I love that piece. It's the details. Okay. We got a lot of good hospitality tips for travel. The Absolutely. hotel and restaurant recommendations. Those are a good lists. So I'm really excited about this. We've been manifesting Houston. So yeah. If you guys have been listening we just for got closer. You guys can go back. Like we always talk about Houston as like a place that we want to go to. So to have a guest that lives in this, it's just letting us know that we're just that step closer. Um, if you guys want to slide up in our DMs because you got to connect to Post Oak, let us know. We here, okay? These are your favorite two women. Slide up in the DMs. And if you cannot see how serious my face is, you need to be watching us on YouTube. Hospitality Queens on YouTube. Make sure you guys check it out as well as all your favorite streaming, your favorite streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, yes. Shop, uh, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play and YouTube. So you can see your faces. It's only right. Just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you decided that you were a chef and you had wanted to cook a meal or whatever, um, go ahead and slide in the DM so we can work on this meal date. And make sure, you, again, you follow Lauren at Reimagine Hospitality. Follow her, DM her, connect with her. She's super dope. So excited to have her on this week. Yes, it was so awesome. Make sure you guys follow hospitality underscore queens. We love you guys um, so, so, so very much. We cannot wait uh, to come to your city. So if we ain't been in your city, honey, we don't know about you. <laughs> unless you slide into a DMs and let us know what city you be and what a food at. That's how we gonna know. Yeah. How's we gonna know? Period. When they say closed mouths don't get fed, period. <laughs>
All right, guys. We love you. Next time. <laughs> Bye, guys.